Welcome back, everybody, to the Fifth Line Podcast. We are back. CC, we have a guest appearance from CC. <laughs> She's just lounging over there. Uh, and today, gentlemen, is uh, Hockey Day in America. So happy Hockey Day in really? America. Is it really? It is, yep. I didn't know that. Punctuated by four NHL games on NBC and then three on NBCSN. So, so excuse me, one on NBC and then three on NBCSN. Well, let's watch us some puck, I'll, gentlemen. All back to back. I did finally bite the bullet and get NHL TV this weekend. Dude, nice. you should have told me. Me and Brian Ooh. bought the full package. Could have I paid 80 bucks for it. I, I don't know. We, we yeah. bought it for the whole now league. You can, now you can just watch it. it. Now you can watch just hockey not... all the time. Yeah. And you can watch. The good thing about being uh, in America is that you get all of the Canadian games no matter what. Yeah. So. <laughs> I, they're not, that's never going to be an issue for me. Yeah. There won't be any of the blackouts. So but that's good. I, I wanted to start today's episode, gentlemen, uh, because it's hockey day in America. And even though that it's not really, it, it's not really linked, but I will say that it is. How did we all get into hockey? Because we actually haven't talked about that on this show. Dang, dude, yeah. Which you think we probably would have by now, by episode 18. By so, episode 18. Who wants yeah. to go first? Who who would like to start? I can go first because mine's going to be the Nick's shortest. Nick's is the story. shortest. All right, <laughs> let's go, Nick. Let's hear it. Let's hear Sorry. your story of four different fan bases. Well, uh... Wow. Don't, is talk, that the route don't talk crap. Is that the route we're going in? Is that how we started liking teams or how we started to personally get into hockey? I say personally get into hockey. Yeah. Yeah. The sport we all love. Well, we start I started skating when I was young. Back back in the day. We used to go to FA open public skate when we were youngsters. We'd skate around and with those little steel little rack type doodads that you would so you could stay oh, yeah, up. Yeah, the walkers. Over. Remember those things? Yep. And mom used to put us in fucking like pads and shit with the helmet. <laughs> nice. Um, how I got into hockey though, you guys probably. Yeah, I, I was, was never say. like super like I was like a, a a weird fan back in the day, and Ben is like sitting there ready to say it. <laughs> I was being a little tough, but like you did kind of jump around a little bit. So like I liked the, I liked the Devils back when Parise was there. Him and uh, Jesus. Christ. I don't even remember. Broder in his last couple seasons. Yeah. Those those old old guys. Yep. Um, And then I kind of just like bounced off a few teams, the stars, the um, Blackhawks. And then for a while, I just kind of just like was eh about hockey. And then you landed on the Senators. When we all moved into Renaissance is when I really jumped down the bandwagon of hockey again. Yeah, and then I decided, oh, let's be a Senators fan. They're doing pretty good this year. That was the like, <laughs> that was the year that they were doing pretty okay. Bad mis- that was a big mistake too, because I was just like getting right back into it and picking a team. I should have picked somebody like, I don't even know. I should have just picked like the Maple Leafs back then because they sucked, and it would have been a fine pick. And nobody, you, you couldn't, you wouldn't have been able to blame me for being a bandwagoner because it was before they got good. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, became yeah, a Senators fan and have hated my life ever since. <laughs> they do it's, seem to be on the right track in, oh yeah. In, yeah, on the better side of things on, i think they on, just didn't have any goaltending for like the first 10 to 15 games of this year and that kind of makes them look a little further behind than they actually yeah. are 
It is it is uh it is hard to live in an apartment with two people who are as into hockey as Ben and then to a lesser degree myself and not be not get into it. I mean yeah. we all yeah, we all Josh got into too. and Josh was Oh as yeah, well. Josh, yeah. The Bruins um, fan Josh. Because we played roller hockey yeah. up at the up at that rink. Yep. And it's just kind of like morphed into yeah. being hockey, yeah. Yeah, so so that's Nick. So so it, it was us. So you're welcome, Nick. All right. How about Eric? <laughs> uh, all right. So I I think I kind of talked about this on the last episode, but the what was it? The O four light. What Lightning team won the cup with mm-hmm. Hoppy? Okay, yeah. That, was that team. That team like really. That was like one of the first times I remember being excited watching hockey and really like That's wanting right. to play it. Specifically goalie. I used to. So I started playing street hockey when I was seven. I wish I could like send you a picture and you could just paste it. You could see me with my jersey. <laughs> my jersey looked like a. It looked like a little dress on me. And nice. I think it actually. St- you know what? Those jerseys are in the closet. <laughs> should I? Should I go get them? Should I go get them? If I can, uh, right if now. you want, let's finish the story and then go grab it. If you feel like, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. But um, but yeah. So I I started playing street hockey when I was really young, and that's so I, I've kind of always been into hockey. I've been an Islander fan my entire life because my dad was. Um, and basically up until now, the Islanders haven't been good. So I like this is the most excited about hockey I've been probably. Mm-hmm. Um, but roller, roller and ice, like actual hockey. So. So street hockey was always fun, but it was always like more of a hobby. But then uh, one of my buddies, Ronnie, um, who I think you, Nick, I don't know if you've met Ron. Yeah. I think I think I, I think, think I met him once. Did. Yeah, he was at the apartment. Yeah, once. yeah. So yeah, once, so you yeah. guys met him. Um, but he uh, he found his uh, his stepdad's old pair of rollerblades, and uh, we he was just he was just using them in the driveway. Um, and he was kind of like, oh yeah, I'm probably gonna learn how to like play roller hockey because you know it's closer to ice, and being from Long Island. <laughs> Ice isn't readily available like you guys have up in the north there. Friggin' right. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, he he started skating, and everyone else followed suit. Me, my buddy Matt, uh, my buddy Ty, my friend Tom. So just whole, whole group. Um, and uh, and that was pretty much it. And once I started getting into roller hockey, it was like hockey every Friday after school. Um, and then we started joining leagues and stuff like that, and it yep, total blast. So nice. that, that's that's pretty much my origin story, without without going too deep into it. But it started playing street hockey, which is I feel like is a very Long Island thing. It, yeah, um, it sounds uh, Long Island yeah. to me. It does. Yeah, There's I no, mean, you don't have ice around, so you got to use the streets. No, <laughs> there yeah. is that, but street hockey is probably what kind of introduced me to hockey the most at my start oh, to playing of, okay. to playing i to would playing say it, yes um because that was like even when i was younger probably five or six as young as that i would be playing it with family and stuff like that in my grandparents driveway which is where we had that first street hockey game in like Friggin sixth right, grade dude. where we i made a cardboard cup. stanley cup that was uh, out of it because it was pre-corona yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the best of times, which then spurred on all of the awesome street hockey we had at our school parking lots. Remember when we did it for the student parking lot there did for the a little bit? And then a couple times, then the bus then, garage was like our, the superior arena was down by the bus garage where we had like, That's right. it was like two thirds of like a rink enclosed by boards. It was more. It, it was we had most a full, of the way around. Like it yeah, was like, it was like a full C. 
and then there was like a gap through the middle but even then there was the bus garage there so like if it went a little bit out it would still get stopped that was that was so much fun those are those those are the days right there like honestly because uh, i didn't get involved in organized hockey until a lot later to the point where i wasn't really playing organized hockey till like 10 or 11 whenever peewee would have been this started uh, peewee was seven yeah i think 11 10 11 12. yeah I would have. I did like in house for like two or three years before that because I didn't get started skating skating until like way too late. Like it was like nine or ten that I really started to be able to really skate. Um, so that was kind of late. And then Bantam, Bantam was fun, but then I I was just like I wasn't at the level to be able to do high school. But for NHL, I never had a choice. I was gonna say yeah, the NHL started early. Uh, yeah, no, I um with a dad who was born and raised in Montreal before moving to upstate New York later in his life. And then my grandpa, who was also a diehard Habs fan in Montreal all his life. I was going to be in Montreal. Like, there wasn't – it. that's what was going to happen. It makes sense. Like, And I've loved having that team no matter how many times they've disappointed me with most of the mediocrity that I've been around for. Like I've, I've been around for the worst period of Montreal Canadians history. They were pretty bad there. Yeah, like, ben, I, I can, they I can suck duty. I can relate to you with that because yeah, say like the Islanders existence, like, like my dad is like, Oh yeah. Like four yeah. cups in a row. And I'm like, yeah, it's just misery for me. Yeah. That's, like I'm I've been around that. for yeah, nothing good. Damn good. How do you think I feel? I just watched the team be, that was pretty good get completely decimated to suck shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> but, that was all uh, my fault. That was my yeah, you chose your team. I kind of just was born into my team. Yeah, that's that's true. You were but, you came out of the womb in a Habs onesie, basically. <laughs> um, but I have loved every minute of it because the amount of games I've gotten, been lucky enough to get to go to in Montreal, and the amount of crazy games I've seen in Montreal, it's it's been a lot of fun. So yeah. I don't regret that's that, like, no uh, matter how much they've disappointed me. Yeah, that's like that's like a nice family connection as well. Yeah. Yeah. Keep her, keep yeah. her going, keep her going. Oh yeah, but whenever you have children, they will come out with Habs onesies. <laughs> Probably. Although it would be kind of fun, Probably. like if they chose their own and then like ended up being like a rat. I don't know. I could see that being fun. Yeah, I mean, if you just chose them to be your Maple child. Yeah. <laughs> uh, all right. I, I guess I'll go. So first, first things first. As you'll I notice, I guess I'll behind... go. You're the last one, dumbass. Yes. 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 I. Yes, I am. So anyway. <laughs> Calm down. Like I was saying, as you'll notice behind me, I have a different color on the wall on my left. It's red. It's red. And then there's blue on the other side. And then white is a neutral color. Red, white, and blue. Hockey Day in America. And also I'm wearing this. <laughs> uh, but yeah, is that I... my old USA jersey? Uh, yeah, man, you gave this to me. Oh, shit, it's that one? <laughs> it's oh, too. shit. I think the sleeve is a little short. Yeah, because I, I grew sure. out of that real early. I but like I do still have photos of me. I wore that to the Hall of Fame in Toronto when I visited what? the Hall of Fame. <laughs> Why? Yeah, I don't know. That was the jersey <laughs> I wore. You'd think it would have been a Habs nice. jersey, but that I was love the jersey it. I wore. He probably thought if you wore a Habs jersey, he was going to get stabbed. USA! USA! <laughs> that's awesome. No, that's wearing a Habs jersey to Boston. That's yeah, that's yeah. that's the misplay. Um. So, me getting into hockey, uh, I got into the NHL. It was sort of the opposite of Ben. 
not the uh, not the polar like complete like exact opposite but i started playing hockey when i was three years old like skating and then very soon after started skating had a stick in my hands and a puck to play with um and then i played all the way up until i was 16 and i didn't grow i didn't grow enough and i i didn't take enough hits to get used to it uh so i was always scared on the ice uh but the nhl i was my dad got me into watching uh the lightning uh and the reason that he was watching the lightning and that he was uh, a lightning fan was because when they came into the league he was like i'm going to be their fan because then when they win i can say i've been a fan since the beginning that was his whole thinking and it all came to fruition in 2004 which i was watching that game and i was 7 years old I would have been. You was 11. I wasn't 11. <laughs> uh but yeah, so that's that's mine. It's pretty it's a pretty short story, but you know, that's that's how it is. That's how how I got into it. So yeah, that's how we all got into hockey. So now you know a little bit more about each of us individually. Uh so God, you, really if you want to know more, days, throw us a comment down in there. Yeah. Ask us some ask us, ask us some nice questions. Ask, nice questions. ask yeah. us some questions. Yes. If if we could get anything like scheduled for this summer, if we could have one thing, a street hockey fucking weekend. You wanna do let's that? go. I was thinking be, about oh, trying yeah. to do I was thinking about trying to do a paintball weekend, but I think street hockey could be more fun. I don't think yeah. I don't think our our course would be quite prepped. We I don't think and I don't think we I could think, say. Yeah, the I think I think the street um, hockey weekend would be a little more it be, easy. It to would prep be uh, for. it would be a little easier. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey, let's try it. Let's try it. Um. So anyway, moving on. Uh. Unfortunately, Walter Gretzky, Wayne Gretzky's dad, dies at 82. Um. I believe it was uh a battle with Parkinson's disease that mm-hmm. that did him in, which sucks. Um. Because yeah. he was. From everything I've heard, he was, uh, what do they call him, Canada's hockey dad, I think. Yep. Yeah. And from what I've heard, uh, like if you were to go by their house, Wayne Gretzky's childhood house, and knock on the door, he would be like, yeah, come on in, I'll give you the tour. <laughs> like, yeah, and like, show him like, Wayne Gretzky shit, like yeah, memorabilia. Yeah, like, like, memorabilia. It's freaking, like, what a Canadian, what a Canadian. And he was pretty big in terms of like youth hockey organizing along those yeah. lines across Canada. And I will say the other night though, it was kind of... Oh, one sec, Nick, pretty... one sec, one sec, Nick. I just want Ben to finish that up. Oh, I was just going to say, I, it's not that important, but it was just going to say I when I was, I finished the Habs game the other night and that notif- the athletic notification came across and I saw the WA and then Gretzky and my brain immediately Ooh. thought Wayne Gretzky. And I was like... <laughs> What? And then I and then I saw that and I was like, all right, this is still pretty sad. But like, I was, it was Imagine. a jump. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> um, but yeah, what were that you saying? Nick? That would have been some. That would have been some friggin' news. Yeah. <laughs> God, imagine. No, I was oh. just saying you're saying he he was he was involved with like youth hockey and all that stuff. I was like, well, when your son's the best player to ever play the goddamn game, I hope that your family's tied into the sport somehow. Yeah. yeah. Very very intensely tied in. I would say, but yeah. So, uh, um, all of our thoughts and prayers go to the Gretzky family, and uh, yeah, we 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 lost a hockey legend. I'd say we did. Yep. We did. Moving on. Brent Seabrook retires. I don't have a lot to say about Brent Seabrook. I have his stats all written down here. Um, 
Yeah, he's a he's he's a solid D man. Not a scoring yeah, D man, been... but He's been having some health issues for the last what yeah. three years, I want to yeah. say something At like least. that. He it's been, a, it's been a handful of seasons now where he's been like this. Anyway, I don't I don't know. This was the first year, twenty twenty one, back coming back into this season that he was even planning on trying to attempt to come back. And I remember earlier this year he got out and skated and like he was like, nope, not gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say he doesn't. Uh, he didn't play a game this season, so yeah. In um, in a in a you know, it sucks that he's retiring because he was pretty good. It, it's good for uh, Chicago because he had some massive cap hit against that team, and now yeah. it won't necessarily affect him quite as bad as it would have. But, yeah, that's true. That is good. Anyway, sorry, man. It it sucks. Um, the that he like it's his career kind of had to end this way in terms of he from all reports he really wanted to try to make a comeback it was just there was too many he i think he had a back injury and a couple like hip injuries where it just it wasn't going to realistically happen and a lot of the conversation around him has been more focused on his sort of oversized contract for uh what he is now the last few years of what he's been anyway but yeah. he was still a really big part of their blue line for three Stanley Cups, yep. and I think will be remembered pretty fondly among Chicago Blackhawks fans. I mean, given it a few more years of uh, space from this, because like the probably last few years of his play, they probably don't remember that well. But I think in the long run, he'll probably be remembered. Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah, and I bet you if you, if you look back at those Stanley Cup teams that they had, and you take him off those teams. I know he had a lot of significant like overtime goals in his playoff stretches too. Like I, if I remember correctly, yeah, yeah. The one of the biggest was the one against Detroit. I forget what year it was, but that was he like jumped. I know twenty thirteen. Yeah, twenty. Yeah, Uh, yeah. I think twenty thirteen. Yeah, um. But just yeah, just I remember all the series and like the the early like the two thousand tens like that kind of era like when the blues and the blackhawks would play it oh those were so fun to watch like the blackhawks and the wings or the blackhawks and the blues even the blackhawks and the kings i followed the kings for a bit in that that span where they were winning their cups and like it seemed like every conference final it was like kings blackhawks the western conference was fun to watch for the early 2015 or the early 2010s rather yeah and brent seabrook was yeah was it was a huge part of that hawks team like keith and seabrook that's the two if you think two hawks defensemen at least for a minute yeah those are the two guys um so yeah it it does suck to see him go out this way but uh, it was fun to watch while he was playing for sure so to recap his uh his career he had 15 years all in chicago 103 goals, 361 assists for 464 points uh, in 1,114 games played. So he hit that 1,000 mark by quite a bit. <laughs> yeah. He so, hits the 1,000 mark in 400 and how many points? 64. As a defenseman, that's not bad at all. That is not bad. That's probably like 0. 0.4 points a game, somewhere around there. Ish, ish, yeah. so like it's not bad at all and then of course he was the three-time cup champ indeed good very nice career you know it sucks that he wasn't able to make the comeback but you can't scoff at a career like that (laughs) not Um, at all yeah let's move on to uh another blackhawk oh man 
Patrick Kane he's having a bit of a renaissance this year. He is some of the he shit really he's is. been doing. He's carrying that team, him and a couple of the other guys. He's got uh, no choice. There's nobody else around him. Yeah, I grabbed down to Kubalik in fantasy <laughs> I was again. Say, Kubalik's, Kubalik's been doing good and Debrinket. Oh, but anyway, uh, Patrick Kane hits 400 goals. He did it mm, earlier this week, a couple games ago. Yeah, he yeah. didn't. He didn't do it against the Lightning, which they've played three games against the Lightning. Uh, so he didn't do it against the Lightning, but he is the 100th player in NHL history to hit 400 goals, which is mind-boggling to me because I thought there would be more with some so of the he, scoring. So is he yeah. number 100 right now on the list? He is the that 100th is. player, yeah. So um, that's funny. I, I don't want to derail this. I just want to do it quick, though. I okay. was listening to the SDP podcast from Thursday on the mm-hmm. way back down here today, and they were talking about how Jason Spezza just got his just got up to the hundred and hundred and second spot on the all time goal list. He's got three hundred and forty six, I believe. Oh, okay. I thought that was. Wow. I, I was gonna yeah. parlay that into there, but that's why I asked you. He was at a hundred. I was wondering how close Spezza was to one hundred, like the one hundredth spot, and it's clearly four hundred. So. Well, I don't know. I don't know if that's if I don't know if he's in the one hundredth spot. I know he's the 100th player to hit 400 goals. So I don't know I how mean, I don't know how that goes in. I guess he's he's around the 100th of all-time goals. I guess that stands to reason. Um but yeah. It's pretty good. He's done it and he he's done it in it was a few games less, but right now he is at 998 games played. So he will hit the 1000 mark uh in the next week. Assuming nothing goes wrong, knock on wood. But yeah, so he's uh, he's doing he's doing some crazy things at this point. I'd say he's he's making a case for the best uh, American-born player. I would say um, he's making his case. Three cups, you know, four hundred goals, a whole bunch of assists. He's got like a thousand and fifty-nine points in his nine hundred and ninety-eight games. So, wow, That's, he's pretty yeah. good. He's pretty good. Um, yeah, he's pretty good. That's that's, that's all you can say. He's up top for goals, at least in America. Or yeah, America. USA, He's twenty six with five hundred and sixty one. That's all time. Yep. Okay. Patrick yeah. Marlowe's ahead of him. He has uh no four points all time. Who does? Mike Padano does. Kane, I don't know if Kane can snag that. Yeah, I, thirteen. Kane's good, but he's thirty-three. Oh, I'll never forgive Which... Mike Babcock for scratching Mike Badano with one game left before. That's dumb. Someone should Dude, Mike, literally sign Mike him Babcock's to play one a fucking more game. idiot. Someone <laughs> should be like, Mike, get over here, man. <laughs> we'll sign you a one-game contract one and game, play you for like thirty seconds. Contract, play him, play him for thirty seconds, and then yeah, and then he's got his thousandth game. Like asterisk be damned. Okay, like, Mike, come on. So, not that uh, thousand fifteen hundredth, but oh, oh, that's even correct. worse. Yeah, he's at fourteen ninety nine. He would have had fifteen hundred. Let me correct myself on. Uh, let's let's just do a little fact check on the Patrick Kane thing. Yes, he's one hundredth on the one hundredth on the list with four hundred goals scored. 
There are still a handful of active players ahead of him. Uh, yep. Malkin with 422. Your boy Stammer. Stammer. With 133. And, what a beast. You know, there's a handful of others too, but close to him are those yeah. two. Yeah. Uh, and then Ovechkin, obviously, is active as well. Yeah, Ovechkin's there. Way up there. there. Yeah. <laughs> Eric Stahl's on that list too. He's above Stammer. No way, really? The Stahl, the Stahl brothers have been around for a while, yeah. Eric Stahl, who I just saw get just owned. That's <laughs> oh, Eric's on the Sabres? Yeah, dude. Oh. I'm pretty sure. Pretty sure ah, that's sorry, the one. Eric. The poor uh, Sabres. The Sabres yeah. are going to freaking lose. Um, They're going to lose Eichel, too. He's going to go to the uh, fucking yeah, Rangers next to the Rangers, year, yeah. Uh, all right, before we get really derailed here, I want to talk yeah. about this last thing, uh, the Tom Wilson hit. I don't know. I didn't the, see this. The The officiating this year has been so shite. It's been like, unbelievable dude. how bad it's been. Like, Well, so I saw that one. Uh, did you guys send it to me? Maybe I saw it on Twitter. No, it was... It was one that Steve Dangle posted. One of the it was a it was a Leafs guy checked a guy into the boards from the back and he went down, and he looks back at the ref like he was going to get penalized and he didn't. <laughs> he, that, he was like everybody thought he was going to get a penalty, including him. And then the it's been down. absolute shit all around it's the entire bad. year. Like, there's been at least four or five different penalty calls I've noticed in the Habs games that have been bad for like both sides. And I like there's been times where I've been watching other oh, games where yes. like there's like at least one or two per game where I'm like but yeah. I will say this Tom Wilson call I have a hard time being too mad at because he's proven time and time again that listen, he's gonna do dumb shit it. like this. Listen, I just swatched it for the first time. Really? Here's, listen, here's my thing. Okay, here's my thing. So if you didn't read it look into this, if you haven't looked into this, it's a seven game suspension. Seven games is not enough for a player like this who has done this how many times? There is that, yeah. And on top of that, there was no penalty called on the play! Which is... I, I, like, like how? He just fucking he railroads him like, and slams his head into the boards. Like, like, All look, the dumb shit that I've seen where people were like, oh, head wasn't primary point of contact. I'm like, all right, sure. It's is not no way. It wasn't primary, and no, it probably was primary. Like it was the main thing that got hit. Listen, but first listen. point of contact was like his chest. But then, like the the way he was going in, the only thing he could do is mostly hit his head. Listen, like, was, like, like, Tom Wilson's like, shoulder clip up on the screen here. Are you able to do that? I, I can't do a video. I can't put a video up. I can put a screenshot if I can snag a screenshot. But seriously, his head. Like, I'm I'm Brandon Carlo's head. My head is Brandon Carlo's head. <laughs> this is Tom Wilson's shoulder. <laughs> this is the boards. It's literally this. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, how do you not call anything there? I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't understand. And then seven games? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, clearly doesn't well, give it this, let, let me just say this quick. So, seven games in a fifty-six game season. Oh, okay. You put it into a, a you put it into a normal season. He's probably getting close to fifteen, right? You got to yeah. think. Um, it'd be like thirteen, I think. Yeah, that's probably the logic they're okay. going with. 
Yeah, that's what, gonna, like, that's, what you're saying. that's what I was going to say, Nick. Yeah, with the, but, but here's the thing, right? If you if you all right, I, I'm not saying, OK, however long the suspension is, I don't think Wilson's going to be like, oh, you know what? I'm going to stop doing this because he's proven time and time again. He's not going to stop. It's doing just this. the thing he does. Yeah, but, like... but if you really want to like, like, Hey buddy, it's a shortened season. So if, if you think you're going to pull shit like that, like, like give him a, Oh, this is an 82 game season suspension. Give him like 13 games or, or in a 56 game season, which would be like, yeah. no. Yeah. So he's like, Hmm, maybe I shouldn't be an idiot because now he's, I, as much as it pains me to say this, Tom Wilson is a useful two-way hockey player who is yeah. a big part of that Capitals He's not team. bad. So like he's a decent he, hockey yeah. player. He just does yeah. dumb shit. Yeah, so but like he might reconsider like, oh crap, I can't do dumb shit like that because my team needs me. But like it's just yeah. – yeah, it's just – the NHL is – like they're trying to move away from high hits like that. It's not fighting that gives There's people been concussions. So many. It's hits. And, and, and then they give, yeah, seven-game suspension. Come on. That's – Seven games is more than they've given to most like hits this year, but I think the reason why it's like a bit shitty is because it's the guy. It's yeah. Tom Wilson. He does th- this is his MO. Like that's <laughs> that's what he does. Yeah. Maybe yes. make him rethink that. I don't know. But yeah, are they done. fining him at all? Or are they just saying you're No, it would just suspension. be a suspension. Actually, Ovechkin Which got fined. I mean yeah. a suspension Speaking of out on that. that. Suspensions and fines. We can jump into Ovechkin's little spear he did. That was kind of funny. <laughs> uh, so, so real quick to, to so you you guys jumbled up a little bit there because you were talking at the same time. But Ben was saying because he's missing those games, he's forfeiting like three hundred eleven thousand. I think I said. Yeah, he'll. I don't know what the number would be, but like you, you forfeit whatever money you would have been getting paid for that game. Yep. So for it's them, a fine games. in essence. Okay. So he's um, not getting he's so he's forfeiting seven games worth of pay from his contract yep. essentially. Yeah, because you get paid by the game in the NHL, ish kind of. Yeah. See, but I don't know how that works because people who get healthy scratched still get paid. Like Jeff Skinner isn't because it not wasn't getting their paid. choice to get scratched. Yeah, it wasn't there. Like oh, it makes sense. Something like sense. this makes and sense. make yourself get suspended. Makes sense. And, and you could have prevented it i understand it but if yeah the coach is just gonna say yeah we're not gonna play you tonight yeah that makes, you're still that makes gonna sense. get the yeah, money you're dumb. contractually allowed to get um, but yeah if you do a thing that's dumb and the league is like you cannot play then the team's not gonna be held to account for the money that is a good point and one i did not think of uh well let's talk about uh let's talk about real quick the ovechkin thing so ovechkin speared what the frig was his name? I don't I think even think Trent Frederick. Trent yeah, Frederick. that's it. That's it. Yep. yep. He speared him right in his gonads uh, and was <laughs> and was fined uh, five large, which Ooh. for him, which for him it's is like 30 what's bucks in his or wallet. something. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so I don't think he learned his lesson. <laughs> I don't think he cares. I mean, it was a chippy game they were playing it in. It's he awesome. probably still shouldn't cup check a guy, but mm-hmm. like... <laughs> Speaking of Ovechkin, I just got a. Did you guys just get this notification too? Uh, he scores his seven career goal number seven fourteen. Oh really? Where's that put him? Uh, I'm pretty know. sure he's still in the same spot. Probably in the same spot. Yeah. So what? What? what are, where is he at? Seven. Yeah, I didn't see seven or something. Yeah, he just passed Mike Gartner, right? 
Yes. Yes, because I thought it was I because I thought it was Mike Richter, the goaltender. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you passed him a while ago. And I was <laughs> Yeah. So So Ovechkin is in seventh. Okay. That's what I thought. Seven sixteen right there. We said? Uh, fourteen. Fourteen. Seven fourteen? Yep. Okay. Uh Phil Esposito is at seven seventeen. Oh nice. So he's gonna he's gonna get that this year. I think he's, oh, he's got a he can easily get to moves. number two by the end of his career. Getting oh, yeah. past Gretzky is gonna be tough. Yes, this is something we have covered a multitude of times. <laughs> this is but, the yeah. first time I'm actually looking at where uh, he's your, at your compared to what Gretzky has. It, yeah. All right. I last... hope it's possible. That'd be fun. Oh, yeah, that would be that would be so cool. You know, imagine the merch. Imagine the merch that we could get, boys. Uh, yeah. All right. So last week we, uh, last week you'll recall I tried to make the episode short, and it did not work. <laughs> no, it uh, didn't at all. And we did not get to talk about our fantasy league. Uh, do we even want to talk so about our fantasy? I do talk about the fantasy because league. I'm not in last place. <laughs> ben has passed out of last place. Let me tell you, I am annoyed. I what am too. My team has gotten hurt. And stopped doing anything. Yeah, and it's annoying. That's yep. it. And now I'm now I'm two sixty seven back from the front, and Nick is in front of me. Mom is in my mom is in front of him, and then my dad is in first. So, yeah, it's highly unfortunate. I'm a bit irritated with it too. I have a very similar thing. My goalies went down. Had to pick up two. Didn't shift them through last night. Had, you know, thirty five. 40 points of goalie points on my bench. Oh, you noob. Yeah, because I kept Corpusalo in, didn't put Kemper in, and had Markstrom in or on the bench and kept Jari in. So. But I'm also relying on Goodrow and Lindholm in Calgary to do something. And they that is true. They've are been having a tough time out there right now. They've been on what is the opposite of a heater for their last 10. Like those guys, like Goudreau's not playing good. Lindholm's playing pretty good. He's still getting me some points, but Goodrow's like, I'm like, I like question every night. I'm like, if I play him tonight, he's probably not going to score points. But what if I don't, is he? then he will score points. So it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. My, uh, my problem is McKinnon and Makar both went uh, down with injuries. So. And Makar's on the IR, isn't he? No. That's the problem, is they he was not on the IR. He was just out, so I couldn't put him on the IR and pick up someone else. If I wanted to do that, I'd have to drop him, and I'm not dropping Makar. He's too good. Once he comes back, he's going to get me points. So, But in a short I season, maybe dropping Crosby. It says freaky and like unreal to hear this. I dropped Crosby last week that. because he I went grabbed out. him. I did <laughs> see that. But Vincent Trocek is having a much better season than Crosby is right now, so I figured grab him. Switch them out. Yep. They that both play true, the same actually. spot, so I might as well just might get well. the guy who has more points. Eichel, the funny thing is, is was it you that dropped Eichel as well? Yeah. Yeah, and he's still there. No one has touched him for reasons. Because for Buffalo's reasons. not doing anything. Because, yeah, Buff- because Taylor Hall and Jack Eichel both still only have two goals combined. It's pretty bad. <laughs> it's rough. It's pretty bad. Oh. Actually, uh, no, they have three. Fact check, it's three. Are you sure? I thought Hall only had one. No, he has, he's got two, I believe. Yeah, I believe. Okay. Yeah. Um, actually, speaking of that, let's move on. I'd like to talk uh, about the East Division. 
uh, Eric. Yes. You, so you, you I, can I start actually, it off, bud. So it was so funny before. Um, we get like uh, we get like the newspaper at my house on like our our tablet. We should like keep a tablet in the kitchen. Everyone just kind of like that's mm-hmm. like the newspaper. It's usually where I watch like in the morning with breakfast, like like hockey highlights and stuff. And my mom was like, "Oh yeah, the uh, the fir- uh, the first place uh, Islanders made the uh, back cover." And I'm like, "Holy crap! Yeah, the Isles are in first place. <laughs> what what an Islander fan I am!" But yeah, the the Isles <laughs> move into first place. Uh, granted, they've literally played the Sabers all week. I was gonna say um, they've had a lot of Sabers games in a yeah, row. Yeah, and and won every game. But at the same time, like I don't know, it's like I remember when the Islanders were like on the edge of being like the real deal, and they'd like drop. You know, like like when, when your team drops a game against like an eh team it's always frustrating so like the fact that they were that consistent at least and i think i think every win was 5-2 or something like that something really weird today's was 4-2 today's was um, I today's was 5-2 oh you know what you're right i forgot about the empty yeah. matter yep yeah um, rocky but uh but yeah so the the islanders are in first place and washington boston and philly are still right under them yep. um so basically yeah. nothing much has changed in that top works if the Islanders just believe yeah, it's just teams. shot up. Um, so yeah, what they, is the, is Boston and Islanders like right like that? They got to be close. So in, yeah, the Islanders have two more wins, um, but they also have three more games played. So they're kind of, they're both right there. Boston yeah. has 29 points and the Islanders have 34. But and Boston Washington, can easily just. Yeah. Washington's in that second spot with 30 points. With 30 points. Yeah. Yep. Um, so yeah, but everything is as expected. But I guess the big thing, and again, I don't know, Mike. Maybe you could, you could speak to this more so because you you watched. Uh, I didn't see the game, but I don't I don't know how much how many Sabers things you pay attention to. I watched um, today's game. Okay, but yeah. yeah, the the big the big thing in the East is the the Sabers. I know the the Islanders are in first place, but they are just playing shitty. Um, they're having a hard time. Uh, yeah, six. They've lost six in a row. Their last ten, yeah. they are two seven and one. Um, one, barely playing Carter Hutton. I said, I believe uh, I don't... they. Yeah, they. So Olmark is injured. Uh, yeah, and they aren't starting Carter Hutton. They're starting uh Jonas, Joe Johansson, Johansson something. Yeah, something Joe like Johansson. That is. Um. Yeah. He's well. He's not <laughs> been. He listen. Listen. He's. You don't know who he is, but his. His. Yeah. He's. He's been okay. He's doing. Uh, <laughs> oh shit. He's probably doing all he can with the, the team yeah. that he has around him, considering yeah. you have. You know, two players who should be score three players who four really is uh um Okoso still there? Yeah. Yes, he is. Four well, players who Okoso should be really getting some points. I know Okoso's got some weird health things going on, but like he's still good. Okoso's big Okoso's big uh production years came on the wing of old pajama boy. So um he's missing <laughs> yes. right now. Uh but so yeah, one the one bright spot for Buffalo. Jeff Skinner finally, finally breaks the seal and gets himself a goal. He <laughs> did? Wow. Today, today he got his first wow. freaking goal. So there you go. Let's go, Jeff Skinner. Woo. I just want to point out, too, that the Senators are no longer the worst team in the league it's based true. off yeah. of how bad Buffalo has been yeah. playing. Yeah. So it makes me feel a little bit better, Let's too. move on. Let's move on to that, that North Division. I like Wait, the real quick. Nick. Oh, okay. Real quick, before we go, there, I'm sorry. I just, real quick, in the East, because it happened. Matt Barzell. Spectacular Ooh. goal the other Ooh, yeah. day. Is it goal of the year for you guys? Is it goal of the year for you guys? I just want to it's know. It's in the running. So far, I think so. What was okay. the other goal that I sent you guys like right before that? You I guys think... remember? 
I don't, but I think uh, I like I like I know it's not as flashy, but I like Tim Stutzla's first goal as goal of the year. Fair. It was well, not as fl- not as it's the one where the puck flung up in the air and he hit it. He timed the slap shot oh, so he hit it as it hit the sick. ice. It was freaking sweet. I didn't know that. Pretty sick. Oh my god, it was awesome. He it's like, not as flashy, but I like it. Timed the clapper like as it was falling down onto the ice and just blasted it past Jack Campbell. Oh, I think it was. Nice. Um, yeah, let's. Uh, Before there's, one, there's one, nice one goal. Oh Jesus! Oh. Hi. Hello, oh, how are you, Kitty? Yeah, we saw that. We saw that. She's um, doing some tricks. I just want to talk quick. So while we're on we're on the topic of Buffalo, uh, there are these rumors floating around that Mr. Jack Eichel could become a Ranger at the end of the season. What are your thoughts? You're going to get down. I don't think that's <laughs> going to happen. There's I been do. a lot of rumors. I don't He's know. a free agent at the end of the season, I believe. Mm-hmm. What's that? I think, I'm pretty sure he's a free agent at the end of the year. No, he let still me, has uh, a really let me long check it on you there, Bay. I'll um, uh, I'll keep this short as an Islanders fan. My thoughts on that are no, <laughs> no, please no. <laughs> yeah, Jack Eichel is signed for 10 million a year until 2025-26. So it's got to be a trade. Uh, uh, the question yeah. is, how much do you? How much? So say it's the trade dead the the trade deadline, not the triade deadline. Um, say it's the trade deadline, with the season he's had. How how what are you gonna what are you gonna spend to get Jack Eichel? I don't think Jack Eichel's getting traded this year because one, it's flat cap and COVID times. So taking on a ten million dollar contract is difficult in any instance. And then you basically would have to trade off a $10 million yeah, contract. It's, yeah. It would have to be or have e- Buffalo retain in some way. But then what are you doing if you're retaining on Jack Eichel? Like I like you're yeah, giving them. Just keep him. That's yeah. So I, so I don't think, I don't think it's going to happen this year. I think he's going to stay there for at least another season. Unless he really wants out, and then they they I guess would maybe try a little bit, but I mean, well, it wouldn't happen at the trade deadline or anything. Maybe after the season. year in the off season, if it really needs to happen. But I don't see how trading away Jack Eichel helps the Buffalo Sabers. Like, well, how does money, that? I guess. The Columbus maybe get Blue Jackets traded away Pierre Luc Dubois, and that didn't help them at all either. So. But they also I mean, got back. Uh, a couple they, I, I think it will be better for them in the end. Like they're struggling right now, but I still think Jack Roslovic and Patrick Laine is going to be more useful for them in the end than just Pierre-Luc Dubois. Yeah, okay. just wanted to see what you thought. So I've heard yeah. a couple, heard a couple like things. I've, I've seen that too. And seen it. Yeah, I've also seen that. Uh, anyway. All right, Canadian division. Uh, I think the big story out of the Canadian division is that. Uh, Ottawa's last 10 is not the worst in the division. 5-5-0. <laughs> five, five oh. They look like yeah, an actual that's... team. Yeah. They look they look they look okay. And that those 10 in those 10 games were were two trouncings of the Calgary Dude. Flames. Yeah, they smacked Calgary Six and one Calgary. 5 and 1. How do you think how do you think Haley Salvian feels switching from Ottawa's <laughs> Over to Calgary. I wonder how many tweets she's gotten. Ian Mendez must be glad that it happened. Be like, haha, you suck. How's it feel to cover another shitty team? 
<laughs> it shouldn't be like that. It really shouldn't be that like that though, because Calgary should be way better than they are. Absolutely. And they're just not right now. But so Calgary granted, Markstrom, has the worst. Markstrom was out there for a chunk of games. Oh, and there's Ottawa Calgary starting tonight at nine thirty. Mm. Yes. So Calgary is the one team is one of the teams that had a worse record in the last ten. And the other, Edmonton, nope, is Montreal. Oh, Montreal! <laughs> <laughs> oh no! But they now, did just win seven one. So they did, and I will counter all of what that was. Was in the last like three or four games, there's nothing I've been mad about really, because it's all been improvements in my mind. It was in that span there was two really frustrating overtime losses against Winnipeg and then a win against Ottawa and this really, really, really big win against Winnipeg last night where um, the whole way through, it did kind of seem like they were just kind of getting more and more comfortable with what Dominic Ducharme was asking them to do, which was a much bigger focus on offense. And the big switch he's making them move towards is um, making short, quick passes and always providing puck carriers with a passing option as opposed to dump and chase, which was big Claude Julian's big focus. Like it's just moving towards a much more pass first mindset. And like just there, he's been really slowly integrating them into what he wants to do um, in a good way. Like he didn't try to introduce too much early on. And then he finally has been using Yesperi Kakaniemi a bit more as he's been getting stronger and he's been, basically saving their power play in the last few games. He's been become basically the core, the power play quarterback and he's become really good. Like there's been a lot of positive stuff I've seen over the last little bit. Um, Jake Allen still deserves way, way better than the Habs have ever given him <laughs> because he's been standing on his fucking head. And then the last yes, game he lost yes. was an overtime where fucking Jeff Petrie and Yoel Armia took a, had a collision in three on three and like as soon as that collision happened, as they were going back into their defensive zone, I was like, "All right, yeah, Winnipeg's about to score." And then they did, because <laughs> the Habs cannot play three on three this year. That is the one area where they they're just sh- still shockingly bad. Uh, but everything else has kind of been trending in the right direction, and they have two games coming up against Vancouver, who they oh, normally God. do really well against. Okay. So that's, hopefully that's... they can kind of con- use the game they're coming off to big seven seven one rather win against Winnipeg and kind kind of build on that going in. They're about the to steer out of the skid, as what is what you're saying. Yeah, they're though. gonna steer. Listen, hopefully, hopefully, it's Vancouver, and since the beginning of the season, it, they've had Vancouver's number. Like I, they I, have. But Vancouver's also coming off of two strong wins against that's Toronto. That's true. And yeah. Pedersen is finally doing things. Yes. So he's been out the last two games. What? Freaking Yeah. That's been the oh, whole thing mind. that he scored before. Been, Toronto's been like they even haven't even had Pedersen. Like he hasn't he was out for both of the wins that Toronto or that they got against Toronto, rather. Toronto, yes, lost two in a row. Um also Jake Allen is currently fourteenth for uh save percentage. Pretty strong. I get it. I know we kind of talked about him last week, but what the hell's going on with your boy Carrie? Oh, Carrie. Uh, 
This I is will his famous say, slow start. Start, didn't you know? He, this is what he yes, means. but the no, last he, you said he last, has a slow start. Uh, but okay, one at a time, gentlemen, one at a time. He has, uh, but then the last two games he played was um, a three-one win against Ottawa, where he looked strong, and then the seven-one win against uh, Winnipeg this past Saturday, which towards the end got out of hand. But in the early goings of the first period, he kept them in with a few. Uh, a few big saves early on, and he kind of looked more like the carry of when Carey's on is on, like Carey, who's just playing very confident and calm in his net, where he's depending more on just his really strong ability to cut off angles than any kind his of athleticism. Like that, when Carey's positioning is on point, is when he's his best goaltender. That is his thing. Is if his positioning is on point in a night, he's going to stop everything. And he's sort of kind of gotten a little more back to what we know from him from his past and the last couple games he's played. I don't want to get too ahead of myself because the Habs are kind of getting in the right direction, but like they still aren't by any means in a good spot. Um, but I'm just kind of cautiously optimistic because it looked good, and they got a couple games against Vancouver coming up, so yeah. I can't be mad. He's, and he's also, through all of this, uh, they've managed to just friggin' any games they lose, they've always been in overtime. <laughs> so they have six overtime points this year already, uh, which definitely helps uh, kind of sustain the bit of a slump they've been on. And if they can turn around, they're not in the worst spot. They're four points up on a playoff spot with two games in hand on Calgary. And they're only two points back from Edmonton with three games in hand and three points back from Winnipeg with one game in hand. So cool. they're not in the worst spot. Nope. It could go a lot of ways from here, but I'm not too mad anymore. They seem to be kind of going in the right direction. Figuring it out. Uh, yeah, so Carey Price uh, has an 898 save percentage and... Right above him with a 900, Sergey Bobrovsky. <laughs> oh, boy. The two $10 million goalies. Yep, the two super expensive goalies. Yep. All right. That's, not doing it's good. rough. <laughs> no, like, he's by no means has been good this year so far, like, overall, but I'm hoping yeah, he can yeah. still yep. bring well, it around. We will, we will have to see. Uh, who, where should we go? I guess I'll, I'll Edmonton. go. Oh, Edmonton. Talk about how Edmonton got swept by... Toronto though, and By they three kept, different they goalies. Kept McDavid too. off of the, they kept McDavid off the score sheet, and yep. Drysdale had an assist, one. It's pretty solid D from a team that in the past could not do that. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, dude, Toronto's good. They lost games against Vancouver. I don't. Because yep. <laughs> <laughs> hockey is weird. Hockey is weird. Uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, I, know. I, was just, I wanted. I didn't know that I was gonna ask you how their games against Vancouver went, and you guys already said it. It's crazy how like you can just shut them out and not let those guys score, and then turn around and play like and, and let against they the lost two games to Vancouver with Vancouver without Pedersen. Yeah, maybe they needed him. They needed him there to have someone to shut down. They didn't know who to <laughs> shut down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, there's not much to say on on that. I mean, you know, Toronto's Tor- Toronto's a good freaking team. I believe it was the third time in McDavid's career that he's been shut off the score sheet for a three like game sweep. Three I believe games. something like that. Yeah, 
So uh, that wouldn't surprise me. Connor McDavid. Good on them for being able to shut those guys down. Yep. Yeah. That's because what they need. We all know the senators can't. <laughs> they need a uh, yeah, they need a uh they need one superstar or one or two superstars to, to focus on. When you don't have that, it messes them up. Ottawa. They couldn't do it against Ottawa. They didn't have someone to Ottawa them. has half of the half of Toronto's losses have come to Ottawa. I know. Ottawa Toronto has four losses. Two are from um, Ottawa. They actually have six. So, so a third of their losses. Yes, a third. A third, a third is Ottawa, and a, third, and, a th- and a third is Vancouver. So two thirds of their losses are from the bottom two in the division. So and one is from Winnipeg, I think. Yes. and then one is from Edmonton in overtime. Yeah. So the second and third. So those make a little more sense. But let's go on, shall we, to this Discover Central, my division. How are your lightning doing? They're doing real nice. What a game today, bud. What a game. The game today, today, I was real sad. This is funny. So I went over to Danielle's to watch uh, the Hockey Day in America because she has cable with her apartment. Um, So we watched the Sabres game. That was unfortunate because Danielle's a Sabres fan. Um, Sorry, Danielle. And it was, man, it was just not good to watch. That hall... Breakaway. That was. I was watching that and I was like, "Oh man, he he was he was at the end of like being on the ice for like a minute and a half." So I was as soon as he took off, I was like, "Yeah, he's not gonna win this race." The way he got up though was so sad. Like he He was was just like, "All right, I guess we're here." Yeah, he (laughs) he was. He's definitely defeated. I think all of Buffalo is. But then the second game at two thirty was Tampa Bay and Chicago who uh, have played two times before today, and both games went to OT. Um, Chicago took one, the Lightning took one. Um, And today, so Chicago gets two goals in the first, and I'm pissed (laughs) because the Lightning are playing like shite. Uh, And then then Chicago gets one like five minutes into the second. I'm like, dude, this is so dumb. They're so bad right now. Tampa gets power play, and as, I, I, I'm not going to break down the whole game, but I, I just needed to explain this situation. Uh, yeah. So Tampa gets on the power play, and I and I and they're playing like crap again, and I turn to Danielle, and I'm like, there was golf on NBC. So I was like, Danielle, if they don't score on this power play, I'm done watching. I'm going to go watch golf. <laughs> and two seconds later, Palat just rips one top in the, right in the top shelf. I was like, "All right, I guess I'm watching." <laughs> uh, and then go. they pre- and then they proceed to score three more goals in the second uh, to make it four three going into the third, and then they uh, and then they snagged two uh, in the third and they won six three. Wow! Six unanswered goals. Yep. Somehow none of them were Stamkos. Freaking bunch of shite! It was not Stammer time. It was not. He got an assist, so that's good. But, dude, my team is just – my team is having a rough time. Uh, but, yeah, they're 17-4-2, 36 points, um, two points ahead of Florida, three points ahead of Carolina, and five points ahead of Chicago. So, so those are the top four? Those are the top yep, four, Mike? those are the top okay. four. I did um, some I did some look up on the last place team in the, that division, Dallas. At, uh, at Detroit. The two... Sorry, what was that? Detroit is uh, is last, <laughs> but they Dallas really was last for a second there. It's because of their they actually games. are yeah. yeah. They have way less. Anyway, um, I wanted to see how far like Sagan and Bishop were from coming back. They're still four to both four to six. 
They weeks? still have a haul till they're coming back. Okay. I saw you pick it up sucks. Sagan. And I was like, oh. you picked up uh, Sagan. Yeah, right? I picked him up just like, I don't know. Have a have a have a rostered spot on IR and thinking when he comes back he's gonna do something because he's gonna have to do something to keep their hopes up of having any playoff chances this year. But yeah, it's gonna be rough for them. Yeah, it's like when they when those two come back, they need to win out. Like do they will not win out, but like they gotta do some work. Like they got to go on. What they got to do is go on like a Toronto run that Toronto's been on for the, since the beginning of the season At and the just yeah. start rolling. But I don't think it's gonna happen. No, I yeah. With with the way they've started and and how they don't have a couple key guys, they're just like I don't not know scoring. If they make the playoffs. That's the big thing there. They're not they're not scoring. And like Ben, Jamie Ben doesn't have a lot for goals. I know Raju's been out for a while. Sagan's got nothing because he hasn't played. And then they're just. Relying on Davi, who's playing pretty mm-hmm. good with what he's got, but you know he's a goalie. They are, they are they are plus three in goal differential, so they're scoring more than they get scored on. But I guess that just means they're winning close games and losing blowouts. Um, or wait, no, they're winning blowouts and losing close games. I said that backwards. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see down the uh, down the down the home stretch, which shouldn't. We're actually are we at the half? We're like nearing the halfway point here, eh? The halfway point I think is twenty eight. Yeah. Yeah, we're getting there for and some teams. Some teams are at twenty eight, uh, or no? Oh, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver's at twenty eight. I think they're the only ones though. Um, oh wow! So yeah, yeah really we're are. getting oh, that's we're not good. If they're already at twenty eight, yeah, and they're yeah, still down good. that low. Oh, uh, no. So yeah, this is the, this is the half-ish waypoint. Next week will probably be the halfway at point. the halfway point for a lot of teams. Yeah, as well be. Yeah, so it'll be. Uh, I think that will be a good time to really, really we could we can in depth look at the standings then and be like, all right. So what's what going on? Yeah. Because really everything that we've been doing has really just been speculation. So, uh, all right, let's move on to the West. Our final, <laughs> final division. While Nick plays with his friggin' cat. Sierra <laughs> uh, <See> Washington. <laughs> yeah, uh, Vegas. Vegas is up top. St. Louis in second. Colorado has picked things up since last episode, and is now in third. Uh, and then Minnesota right behind them in fourth. They're weird. The Honda, or the Honda, the the West Division is very odd. It's very close. It, it's close. The top six teams are all very close. Like we got, it's thirty three, thirty one, twenty eight, twenty seven, twenty five, and twenty five. So there's not a lot of big gaps there until those last two. But you want to hear something. With Vegas right now, Marc Andre Fleury is he's owning twelve wins, three losses, uh, one point six goals against average, and a safe percentage. Any guess? Well, I'm looking at it, so no. Nine four five. Nine four five. Nine four two. Sorry. Okay. Ben. Oh, okay. Well, all right. I well, no guess for you, Ben. Here, Ben, would you like here? See, now he feels left out. Nick. Ben, would you like to guess Andre Vasilevsky's safe percentage? <laughs> Um, nine three seven. Ooh, close. Anybody else wager a guess? Nine four one. 
941. Close, close. 932. No, it is a 939. Oh, wow. And Ben wins because he's got the under. Ben wins for the Price is Right rules. Yeah, there we go. Uh, Yeah, no, uh, Vegas owes a lot of their their, uh, wins to uh, Flurry, I think, interestingly. And what's funny is, like, Leonard's been out. But he still Close has he's like three and one or three one and one or something like that. So he's he's even playing good when he's in. His goals against that or his yeah his average is not good. It's like point eight something. Yeah, I mean Vegas's record is good. They're sixteen four and one. <laughs> like it's, both their goalies are gonna have good records probably. Yeah. Yep. The re- yeah the records are good, but it's the save percentage that you gotta yeah because I think Leonard's not even I don't think he's above nine hundred. He's been hurt uh, a lot. No. He's only played like six games. Well, yeah, but that doesn't do have anything to do with save percentage. Well, I mean, it kind of does, but yeah, that's that's all I have for the West. It's 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 what we'd expect. Minnesota's dipped out of. They were in like first and second there for a little bit. Now they've dipped back down to fourth, which mm-hmm. makes a little more sense. Did you know that but they're they, only one point behind Colorado in the same amount of games? Which who would have thought that? Like, that's weird. Not me. That is weird. Minnesota healthy scratch, Zach Parise. Yep. Did you guys hear that? That was fucking... Are you kidding me? I I don't think he's that good anymore. Well, no. Uh, Do you know why they healthy scratched him? No. This is speculation. Speculation. I think I know where you're going with this. Speculation. You probably probably listened to the episode. I did. Uh, Basically, from what... From what SDP said was that he it was at the end of the game earlier, like last week, and he stayed on at the end on uh, playing a long shift against Vegas, and he was on the ice for like a minute and forty some seconds, and that was the reason that he because he he had like a deflection which led to the goal to get them tied get Vegas tied in that game. Um, and then he's losing, uh, but I guess he got called in the coach's office, and they told him that because of that, because he had, he had, he stayed on the ice and didn't want to change out. This is why they put him on the taxi squad and scratched him. If it's true. Oh, he got thrown on the taxi squad though. Um. Yeah. yeah. Well, he, he skated pra- with. He, yeah, he practiced with the taxi squad. So I guess that means, yeah, okay. that means he's probably. I don't know. I don't know. Like, because if I don't know, you have to go through waivers to be technically put on it. So if he did that, then it might be the sense of freeing up some cap space. Because I know, like, there's something weird about accruing cap space by throwing contracts on the taxi squad, even for a few days at a time. And then that'll give you more cap space available because you're paying the guys less, something along those lines. Yeah, it's but, that's weird. Um, I don't know about the whole Ryan Suter situation, but yeah. who knows? Maybe Minnesota will be able to keep this up. They're like I said, they're one point. The only difference between them and Colorado is one of the games that Colorado lost in the same amount of games that they have with Minnesota was in overtime, as opposed to Minnesota. So like, they, it's it's weird. Pretty dead even, just about. And they are only three points. Both of them are like three and four points behind St. Louis with three games in hand on St. Louis. Yep. St. Louis I haven't been uh, super impressed by. Um, 
Yeah, especially no, they have especially with the uh, Arizona. They lost to Arizona a bunch. Um, yeah. Last basically, night. basically what we expect out of the West. Once again, same as the East. Uh, not the Central is the is the weird one, I'd say. Yeah, Central is um, the weird one for sure. But yeah. So, unless we have anything else to say on this, I would like to end with a nice story. Oh, what's your story, bud? It has. It involves you. Um, oh, jeez. All right. So, Ben, do you do you remember the uh, Robbie Glanz? Glance was it? Glantz or Glanz? Yeah, but anyway. Cheesy. Yeah, it's it's that. Do you remember that? Yeah, camp. we went to Messina skating for camp. it, right? Yep. Yeah. So what it was is it was a power skating camp, which sucked because we never had pucks. Yeah, it was all skating. It was lame. But one fun thing we did do is we, uh, they they wanted to show us how it felt to skate as fast as NHL players did. So what they did uh, was they slingshotted us. Do you remember this? Yes, I do. It was friggin' sweet. So what yeah. happened? What happens is they would have uh the they would have bungee cords. A bunch of bungee cords that two people would skate, two of the helper people would skate forward with the bungee cords uh, holding the two sides. Um, you would be in the little, like, uh, in the middle, and another helper person would be holding the bungee cord, uh, the bungee cords behind you. And then when they said go, you would start to skate, and they would let go, and you would just, pew, you would rock it, <laughs> you could, you would rock it out of there. And go flying down the ice. It was freaking sweet. Yeah, it was fun. And then you had to stop, and that was sort of scary. I was just gonna say, imagine not being able to stop. Yeah, that's. <laughs> yeah, it wouldn't have been good for you. It wouldn't have been good for you, Nick. Uh, well, yeah, I can stop now. Just back then, I wasn't able to. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was it. That was all I had. That was it. That is that is the most upstate story I think I've ever <laughs> a power slingshot at a skating camp. Yeah, it was a power skating camp at the Messina Mall, I think, right? Yep, it was yeah. at the Messina Mall back <laughs> before before it was as dead as it is now. It was still pretty dead back then, but yeah, back then they had Stefan Marbury store. I did not get anything that was just said. So I think we went to Wendy's for burgers before, oh, right? Was, and then did we go to there. an arcade after? We might have. I think there was an arcade there, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Good times, good times. Yeah, that's where we learned how to power skate. And then last thing in our outline is poops and nuggets. Yep. Guys. Poops and nuggets. Poops and nuggets. Who put that in there? That was my girlfriend Danielle. Poops and nuggets. Uh, I am <laughs> well, not gonna you. say what I said earlier. Nope. <laughs> so wait, no, is this not? like do we do we choose? Do we choose? Listen, like, all right, you know what? Go with nuggets. Speaking. Yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, you know this has gotten an idea in my head, and I would like to now ask the age-old question: Who has the best fast food chicken nugget? I will give you the options. The options are McDonald's, Burger King. Wendy's, uh, help me out if there's another one. Those are the only three I can think of. I'm not counting Chick Fil A because those are like real chicken. Yeah, they don't. So count. those, so those win. Uh, 
they yeah, they win regardless. Chick Fil A is yeah superior. They but oh, I'm saying they would win. Yeah, I'm saying if you put them that in, they would win. Three the three fast food yeah restaurants. I must still have to go with McDonald's probably. Not Burger King. Burger King suck. Burger Kings are uh, bad. They are cheap though, so that's personally, nice. like so. There's there's a thing about chicken nuggets. McDonald's chicken nuggets science. are pretty good flavored. Wendy's chicken nuggets are a hell of a lot crispier, and I like those better. I think. I just weirdly like the McNugget I breading. I really like the breading uh, on McNuggets. Fun fact: it's tempura. It's tempura. That batter. makes sense. Yep. There's something about the crispiness of Wendy's um, so, nuggets that I like better. So, I am a nugget connoisseur, as we know. I love me some chicken nuggets, some fast food chicken nuggets. Uh, I'm going to disagree with you, Nick, on the crispy factor. McDonald's have are McDonald's are way crunchier than Wendy's. I think it's a different style crunch, to be honest. <laughs> this is getting deep. This is getting deep, right? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. I agree. Yeah. Tempura, and when I think of tempura, I'm thinking about shrimp being fried in tempura batter. Oh, okay. But yeah, I, I agree. Like, yeah, they're okay. Fair. I I see what you're saying. I so my favorite. You never even answered the damn question, Nick. I'm just realizing. I said Wendy's. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. I agree with you. Wendy's has the best, not only because uh, it they just taste really good, but. They have a nice spicy version, which is. I actually don't nice. know if I've ever gotten Wendy's chicken nuggets. I highly suggest it. They're very good. Because I always get a burger there. I always get a burger. Oh, get the burgers. They suck. The burgers. I are love Wendy's burgers. Oh man, Wendy's oh, burgers are like man. thick patties of like mush. I like Wendy's burgers. <laughs> I don't. I like Wendy's burgers. Hey, Cody Smith, if you're listening to this. Oh my That's god. <laughs> That was so funny, dude. Oh, man. All right, all right, all right. Let, let, Eric, 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 Eric favorite nug. Favorite so, nug, then I'll tell the story. Know. So it's after pickup hockey. You're tired, but you want a little bit of a snack. You go to Wendy's. You get the spicy nugs, the four yes! for four. I stand spicy by nugs. it. It's really good. I will say, though, I think McDonald's is, is a very close second. I just because, like, with McDonald's, like, with the dipping sauces, just the combination, like you said, Benny, with the, the, uh, the breading. And like the flavor with like um, whatever, like buffalo or sweet and sour, whatever sauce you're whatever They got whatever you want there. Yeah. Dude, yeah you don't you even have to them. dip McDonald's chicken nuggets. They taste I so do. good. I do. See, like, I'll, I dip Wendy's, but I will not dip McDonald's chicken nuggets. Dude, you got to dip the nugs, boys. I don't know. Uh, next episode is going to be How Do You Eat Your Oreo? <laughs> oh, I got some opinions on that. I'm down for that. I'm down for that. Everybody get and Oreos the, for next the, week. And the question for the following week is: Chips Ahoy, chewy or crunchy? Oh, oh, oh! All right, all right. Real quick, I I want to tell that story. All right, so uh, our this was back when I was in Plattsburgh. Our buddy Cody comes uh comes out to uh to hang out, and I think we went to a couple bars. Yeah. Um, with with him and Connor and he gets out after work and he hasn't eaten yet. So he's like, uh, you know, I got to get some food. And, uh, and I was like, all right, just grab something on the way down to, uh, to, you know, where the apartment is. Cause we were at Walmart for some reason. And he stops at Wendy's and he, he, he goes through and apparently he orders two double cheeseburgers. Um, but because he's never been to Wendy's apparently, 
He doesn't know what to order, so they give him the most expensive double cheeseburger that they have. <laughs> so he get it's ten bucks for two double cheeseburgers. Oh no! <laughs> and you're just, I was like, oh no, Cody, you can't be getting that. And then he like <laughs> ate, I think he ate one, and the other one he he's like, one. dude, this sucks. <laughs> and he just threw it out. He threw, he so, took yeah. the second one and threw it out in the garbage in front of Bonos. Yeah, that was what. Yeah. He wasn't. I like uh, Wendy's burgers. He wasn't feeling it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. So that was. So that was funny. Yeah. Dude, but let's for keep... all of our listeners, throw down in the comments. Ooh, yeah. What kind of nugget fan are you? McDonald's, Burger King, or Wendy's? We'd like to know. I would like to know. I'd like to know so I can bring more of you to the, to the to the correct side of Wendy's. In case you were wondering, that's the correct side. And if any of you pick Burger King, please unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I actually have a question. Do you, you don't have enough subscribers you... to start saying that, Nick? <laughs> Do chicken fries? Do chicken fries count? Those are pretty good. I like those. Uh, uh, they they don't. Uh, they don't because they're good. That's that's good. Burger but King. Yeah, Burger King redeemed good. itself with those. They, those are good. If you need a fried chicken thing to eat, it's the uh, it's this it's the fries. But yeah, uh, unless you guys have anything, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll end it. I think we're good. All good. All right. Thank you all for watching. Stay safe and get some Wendy's nugs. <laughs> <laughs>